Welcome back to Talks with Tatiana. I hope you enjoyed part one. Now let's get right into part two. we're going to start on the advice. Um, we're going to start with just advice on academics. So um, I guess I'll start. Um, what if one piece of advice that I would give about academics is to definitely make sure that you know your advisor and that you meet with your advisor like at least once a semester because I know there were some people that they don't have a consistent advisor. I know at first I didn't have a consistent advisor. Like every time I went into the journalism building, it was always like, hey, like I'm here to speak to someone. I don't know who, but I'm here to speak to somebody. Um, and then I would, I think finally, like when the coronavirus happened, I started getting like this person um, virtually. Um, but yeah, definitely do that. Um, and. It's very important to do it as well, just because you don't want to end up taking classes that you don't need. And you want to just make sure that you're on track because if you're just signing up for, oh, I think I need like three sciences and three maths and like you've already covered that, it's no point in taking that when you don't, so. Yeah, um, academic advice. I think a good thing to do is just take advantage of um, like the sort of tutoring sessions at my school we have like students usually like upperclassmen help with um certain subjects like when i was studying portuguese and i needed to prepare for like an oral i went to this thing called clear labs which is basically where you get to speak with a native speaker um it was pitiful on my end but <laughs> it was really helpful just because i was able to sort of um do, like like recognize the sort of nuances of conversation um because i think a lot of times it's different just with this instance i think it's different with just being um like being able to sort of like write a sentence um on like a google doc and then being able to like have a stream of consciousness like it's actually kind of it was a lot more difficult than i thought so i think just taking advantage of like the tutoring um options that they have are really really helpful because Asking for help is, it's really not something that's going to come to you. Like you really have to go and seek it out. Right. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Cause I feel like a lot of people, I know for me, I already felt like, okay, I'm at this top public university. Like I have to like, just do this on my own. And people are going to think that I don't know what I'm talking about or what I'm doing or that I don't belong. So I was like, I'm not going to get tutoring. And then I talked to my advisor and she was like, no, like, she was like, you're going to either have to get tutored or like, you're not going to pass this class. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, for myself, I, I mean, Ariel and Tatiana, like y'all both talked about it in the beginning. You say like those relationships that you have with your professors. Um, I stand by that two hundred percent, especially when you're when you're starting to be in like your major courses and like when your classrooms are small. Because if you're in one big lecture hall, it's hard to be in to get a connection with your professor because it's you're one out of three hundred people that's in that classroom. But like from for instance, my my cohort was like twenty people to a classroom, nineteen people to a classroom. So I was able to have that professor student relationship. And like to this day, one of my mentors that I talked to a lot and we have communication back and forth and like I can call him up if I need it like he was my professor in my senior year and he has he has given me like 
advice, if I need a letter of recommendation, he wrote my letter of recommendation for my master's program. And so like that, the relationship with Jeff with your professors are like imperative because not only does it help you in the classroom, but you never know the trick that they have with their sleeve when you're outside the classroom. Like you never know who they can put you in front of. Like this professor that I, that my, my professor that I have now, like I call him, he's, he's a colleague now because he gave me the opportunity to to direct and to direct and be over my first musical uh, musical what I'm looking for festival the Black Tampa Music Festival I was able to direct and um, help him do all the streaming for that and if I didn't know him I would never have the opportunity and so he just gave he just gives me stuff to put on my resume he's always giving me ideas and always like encouraging me and rooting me on and especially for us and for us going through a PWI it's always good to have someone that looks like you in your corner, as many people as you can. Especially people that's in your field look, look like you in your corner is even better because they understand what you go through. They understand the ups and downs. And it's hard to ask for less recommendations. And so if you have that professor that is that, that you feel confident enough, like even though I was I was scared because he just has that that aura, that 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 dominance, that you might be a little scared to talk to him, but once you once you get to know him, he, he's cool people. But like like I said, like your advisors Make sure you got a good relationship with them, your professors. You don't have to have a good relationship with all your professors, but if you have one in your pocket, that's all that matters because you got to talk about advisors. I, yeah, I had one good advisor, but I know it was my senior year. I had like a month before graduating. I t- went to my advisor. I was like, okay, I, I, I checked with you in the fall. You said I was good. We're here in the spring. You said I had to take this, this, and this, and I may walk across the stage. I said <laughs> my advisor, and, she was, and he was like, Oh, by the way, I just found out that you need two more credits in order, two more classes in order for you to graduate. So I was like, "But you said, you said that I needed it." It was like sometimes you have to double check your advisor. And so then, then I took upon myself to go to an advisor outside of my outside of my major. I went to a, an advisor who was like a science advisor, but she could still <laughs> put my information, and she was able to help me. But it's just like. Yeah, you have, sometimes you need to double check yourself. Like honestly, like yeah, say one thing, but sometimes you might have to double check. And also, like, don't be afraid to speak up because a lot of these departments they think they look for the child, and therefore they they expect you to act like the child. But sometimes you have to show them, like, no, I know what I'm talking about. Stand on your two feet, and if you need to get stuff done, get it done. Like, and if you have to show up in person and be like a little a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> Because sometimes a phone call is not going to work. Sometimes an email is not going to work. Right. I've, I've done many pull-ups. Be like, yeah. oh, where's my money? Hi, financial aid. Where's my money? Like, right. when you yeah. broke and you hungry, you're going to do what you got to do with that financial aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was also going to say to you. Like, on top of, like, keeping in touch with your advisor, definitely keep in touch with financial aid because I get, like, the GI Bill, the military benefit, and, like, sometimes they, like, they'll take, like, their time and wait. Like, I'll call them like, wait, like, we're still, like, I'm still getting my tuition paid for this semester, right? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 it's coming. I'm like, okay, um, the semester's kind of, like, a month away from ending. Like, are you sure? We're still on board, right? And so, yeah. And then also, like what, like you said, Monique, is definitely make sure you advocate for yourself or like not only like financial aid and stuff, but definitely professors too, because I've had like two professors try me a little bit when it comes to my grades. And I was like, one time I had to send my professor like 
like two screenshots from her feedback because she tried to take off like points from one assignment when in her feedback and another one she was like oh this looks fine this is awesome and then on another one she tried to add something in there i really feel like she just didn't want me to get a hundred but that was the difference between me making a b minus and a b in the class and the minus and plus scale makes a difference in your so, so I was like, listen, I had to send a screenshot of like, I need you to like, tell me what we can do because on this part you said this, now you're saying this. I mean, she had no choice but to change it at that point because it was like her own word against her own word. So yeah, definitely don't be afraid. I mean, you can address it in a very um, like professional way. Like you don't have to yeah. like jump down their throat about it. But you know, as long as you have with your receipts and you're like, look, this is not gonna work for me. So definitely don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. Learn email etiquette. I am a good per my last email. <laughs> I've never, I've, I'm, I type and like I legitly keep email threads. And then I've learned sometimes we have to like CC, like blindly right. CC someone yeah. that's higher than you. So then when they try you, you'd be like, um, director of, you see what they right. say? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I got some gun. I got some guns in my in my pocket. So, I think uh, for me, definitely, uh, just you know, I'm, I'm still working on making those connections. You know, this is like I'm I'm still you know meeting people and meeting professors. Um, but one of the things I've always I've also realized was you know you definitely have to reach out to your professors. Uh, you know, with, when it comes to grades and when it comes to you know you trying to understand different topics. I mean, I've definitely had several situations this year where I was like, you know what, look, I mean, you know, let me, let me go ahead and email this professor, this professor, you know, let me go talk to them in their office hours because I'm not going <laughs> to let you fail me. So I'm like, you know, we, we got we to gotta come to understanding, you know, but um, definitely, you know, talking to your professors, um, time management, like I said earlier, definitely just a huge I think it's it's a cliche that everyone always you know tells you before college you know like you need to work on time management, but you know you really have to take the time to make that schedule, and uh, you know like really think out how things are going to work because you know sometimes we're very unrealistic with ourselves and we tell ourselves you know like oh yeah we'll have time for this we'll have time for that, but then you know we end up in such situations that it's like now we don't know what to do, um, so time management, and uh, that's what I think I think it's just great to have a plan. Um, even if your plan changes, because I know my time, my plan has changed several times already, and it's still changing. Um, just change today again, but um, you know, just you know, just just have you know, just have your plan. Um, you know, have your have have an idea of how you're going to get where you want to go, and because uh, you know, once you have that plan, you understand what you need to do, and that helps you. You know, like when you get to that situation where you need the extra credit. If you planned ahead, I mean, you need the extra, you know, credit to graduate. You need the extra credit for your major. If you planned ahead, you know, sometimes you can know, you know, you already know what classes you have to take or you already know, you know, and that'll just help you out. One, you know, it'll, it'll take the stress off you, you know, for knowing what you need to do because you already know. And uh, two, you know, it'll just give, it'll make everything clearer and it'll help you pick more realistic choices when you're choosing classes. Right. I definitely would agree um, to create a schedule that works for you. Like, don't schedule like 8 a.m. You know you're not going to get up for an 8 a.m. class. So definitely <laughs> make a schedule that works for you. And definitely, if, if it's possible for whatever you're majoring in or however many credits you have, try not to do a schedule where like 
um, can have a break. Like don't do like back to back to back classes. Like you have 8 a.m., a 10 a.m., a 12 a.m., a 12 p.m. Like that's very stressful. Um, so yeah, definitely I would advise not to do that. And then like Dominique was saying, as far as like emails, definitely. I know like in high school, you, I, you don't really have like a school email that you check or anything. Um, at least like my high school didn't. So definitely um, just like know that that's the normal communication route that most professors and stuff go down. So definitely check your email very often. Uh, and then another thing that I was going to say about like um, scheduling and stuff is just to make sure that maybe invest in like a whiteboard or a calendar or something just so you can list it off and like scratch things off. And, and then did you guys like um, as far as like textbooks and stuff, you guys always printed, right? Yeah, I've written, and then I know sometimes yeah. if you look at your library, I know like the libraries in Florida, like sometimes you can check books out from other libraries in Florida. I don't know how they do it where um, Ariel and Jalen are at, but I know um, sometimes your library has a textbook and you can rent out that textbook for a couple hours, but you just can't check it out. And sometimes I tell everyone like, before you buy a book, like count all your options. Like renting sometimes is the best option. Um, you do don't go to your school's bookstore. They're going. They're going to jip you. They're going. Yes. To you. <laughs> like, do not go to. Your, I mean, if that's like the only thing that you can do. Like, then okay. Mm -hmm. But if you can outsource your books, um, e-books were like my best friend. I was able to. Cause I had my my laptop, and my iPads. So I was able to like highlight and even do my into my e-books. But. Um, if you can write in your book and you need it for that class, tear that book apart. Highlight, make notes, do what you got to do because they're gonna they're gonna accept the book back nine times out of ten. So you do what you got to do. But if that if, if it's in the library, then do it. Because if it's, I know like if it's like a general book, they'll have it in the library for you. So you don't really have to go and check that book out. But you won't be able to write in it. But if right. you check that library for a couple of hours and, do, and get get work out the way, do it. I know everybody can't afford their books, so. Right. Yeah, one one. Don't friend. be afraid to look at them. Oh, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Don't be afraid to look at them PDFs. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't you know? Yeah. Because you know, sometimes you get a book and you end up not even needing it for the classroom. Just don't be afraid to look at them PDFs. You know, they'll make their money anyways. I'm sorry. Because right. if the professor, if the, prof, if the professor wrote the book, they're gonna want you to get it and read one sentence in it you'd be like okay i just spent 90 dollars on this book that you, wrote, that you wrote for me to write one sentence in it sometimes i can take say if the pdf is online look it up and if not sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it period um i definitely what i've been getting my textbooks off of is check i don't know if you guys use check but check is like a lifesaver like i've had books that were like a hundred dollars and i got them for like 20 so it definitely makes a difference um but definitely not the bookstore unless like you do what dominique said the whole like using it temporarily but not actually checking it out but yeah and then do you guys i know this is a good one um like tips for studying because i know even correct college students like are not good sometimes with studying so do you guys have any tips for that i know for me um well i'm still working on it but not procrastinating as much and prioritizing and not 
cramming everything in and then also trying to um find like people in your classes that can make like a group me and y'all can be like okay did you read chapter five okay i read chapter six like what did you get from that chapter and then things like that i know are helpful for me yeah um i think for me um quizlet is definitely the free version oh. though because the premium version is doing a <laughs> lot <laughs> but um quizlet has been really helpful um and also um i think this is like just really helpful because i like to sort of create like patterns is um sometimes if it's like a test where i need to study um like terms i'll usually like record like on my voice memos like i'll record a term and then i'll record like what it means so i can just sort of have that like um, association in my head and like i can just like listen to it in my headphones like when i'm just doing random stuff so it's kind of like i'm studying without really trying um i think that's helpful and just taking good notes is always like a just like a great way to study because professors love using the notes as the study guys i'm like wait a minute this is exactly verbatim what was on my test you know what i mean so and also, good notes yeah and also old tests too like i know sometimes yeah. i had a professor and i was like wait like quiz one six had these exact questions on here and i was like all right so yeah definitely go back and look at old tests too. i mean not every professor is like that but sometimes they do and also like i learned this in middle school is don't if it's multiple choice don't second guess yourself like if you see i have like five a's there's no way that it's five a's like the professor is nine times out of ten like trying to make you that so you can go back to change for me, I'm not going. I'm not going to hold you. I'm a huge procrastinator. Like I do my best. I do my best work under pressure. If I know I got something to do in two days, I'm doing it in a day and a half. Um, but don't be like that's a good study tip. Don't be like me. There's, there's <laughs> um, like my procrastination is horrible. Um, I didn't really take that many tests during my during my um, undergrad because of my major. It was a lot of like projects. But even then, too. I was. I found myself in the lab all day and night doing work. So like, don't procrastinate. Like, if you know you have a test to study for, study it. But the, the few tests that I did have, I have a photographic memory, and so by me writing my notes out, I was able to like, under, I feel like I understand more what I write versus what I type because mm -hmm. I feel like it's like the rhythm of my my wrist and me understanding what I wrote. It helps me learn it better and like read it back to yourself. Whatever you, if you have to do, and I do like the voice memo thing. I, I I used to record myself and play it back, and so then I'll I'll know for for verbatim. And like sometimes I make songs up for things when I have to do like my my video production classes. But all in all, just don't procrastinate, y'all. Because <laughs> I mean I made it. Yeah, um, I'm the exception, but don't procrastinate. <laughs> Yeah, please don't, because it, it's oh. the most stressful thing when like, you have an 11.59 deadline, it's 11.58, and you still got like three more you got to squeeze in. You're like, oh my God, wait. <laughs> you have to go. And then your friend help you try to hurry up and help you take the answer, and you looking up the answer, and no. Right. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. It. It's, it's not worth it. <laughs> I think definitely take, um, you know, try to take good notes, because when you take good notes in class, um, you can use those to study and then like Tatiana was saying earlier, like, you know, they'll definitely be on the test like later, you know, like, you know, those, the, the, the professor usually is not going to tell you something that's not going to be on the test or, you know, the general idea won't be, 
So definitely take good notes so you can use them later. And then for me, um, just know what you need, like know how you need to study for that situation. You know, sometimes you need to have some friends because you don't understand it at all. And you know, like, you know, you know, like bounce those ideas and kind of learn what they know. But sometimes you need to get in there by yourself and limit your distractions because me, I'll be in there on my phone. So, you know, you definitely have to, you know, know how to limit your distractions, create a, you know, inefficient, you know, productive environment for your study. Um, because yeah. it, you know you don't want to be in there for hours just doing nothing, like you know, or or you know, kind of just have stuff. And you definitely have to, you know, try to find study habits that are actually going to work for you. And not everybody's study habits are going to work for you. You know, I have friends. And I definitely would say like one of the scariest things uh, I saw in college was like you know, people that would really spend like genuinely spend like five hours in there reading every like you know every first. And I was like. I can't do that. You know, I was scared because I was like, okay, I see you doing that. You're doing good in the class. But I know I'm like, I can't, like, I'm, I'm in here trying to do it with you and I can't do this. So like, you know, but, you know, you know, don't, don't try to be, don't try to be someone else when it comes to studying, you know, find what works for you. And, uh, you know, just, you know, if you need help, get help, but, um, you know, just make sure that you can give yourself a distraction free environment. That's going to be, you know, productive for you. Right. Yeah, definitely that. Um, I remember at first I was really struggling because in my apartment, like I have my bed and then I have like a desk and chair area. And I remember like, I was like, okay, I'm going to use this. It's all good. And then I was like, I can't focus. And like my roommates, you have to disassociate because you know your bed is like literally one foot from you. So you're like, ah, I can go to go to bed. So like I have to start working like outside of my apartment because I just knew like my bed is literally right here. I can just go to bed. So definitely going to like the library or um, if you do stay in an apartment and they have like a study room or like a business area or something, definitely take advantage of that. And like Jalen was saying, make sure like to take good notes, but also make sure that like you're not focusing so hard on, let me write down every single thing the professor is saying or every single thing that's on uh, board, because then at that point you're not listening, you're just trying to make sure you get everything down. But. Yeah, and if, and if the professor allows it, like record the class. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah. sometimes the professor will say in the beginning, like, don't, re don't record the, the lectures, but ask him, like, it's okay if I record, because like I say, if you're trying to write out everything that he says, then you're not you're not paying attention to what to what uh, he or she is saying. So ask them like, can I record? And then you can always just go back and get clarification of what he said, and then and then, then that'll help your notes be even even stronger. Right. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Okay. I will say, um, in terms of your college decisions, you know, I think uh, a lot of people struggle with their college decisions, but. You know, definitely, you know, talk to your family and talk to your friends and, you know, talk to people who, you know, you respect their opinion, but try to make the decision on your own because you're going to be the one who has to live with your decision either way. And, um, you know, don't try to, a lot of times people get jealous or upset about, you know, you know, what they wanted to happen and happen for other people. But, you know, just, you know, enjoy your experience and, you know, think about your options, what's going to be best for you. Don't try to be smart. Right. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like major like don't feel rushed or feel like you have to do what your family wants you to do because I've met people in college that like completely switched course of what they even wanted to major in because they wanted to do what their family wanted them to do but at the end of the day this is your career sitting so not there so you gotta do what's best for you so, um, now we're moving into the extracurricular segment 
Um, first, for okay, to start with the extracurriculars, I feel like um, in college, you should go to if they have it. I feel like a lot of colleges do have it, but like the organization fairs, like the tabling that they have, where all the different organizations set up around campus, definitely go to those and get flyers and interest meetings and, and go to the interest meetings and stuff so you can talk to the current members. Because trust me, like when you walk past them, they're going to be putting a flyer in your face. You might as well take it yeah. <laughs> and just look in. Yeah, and definitely take the time to go out and just see what interests you. Like, don't just do it because like your friends are doing it or something. Like, actually do it for yourself. Um, yeah, I think that. I mean, it's kind of been difficult for me to do extracurriculars because um, as a theater major, like you constantly have to either do like stage, uh, stagecraft, which is basically just like building stuff or like helping out with um, creating different sets or I'm in rehearsal a lot and I did not realize how like intense rehearsals were so it was kind of hard for me to manage like extracurriculars and my major but um, I was actually able to learn a lot more about like really being strict with time management um, when I did extracurriculars and when I got internships and stuff. And for some reason, my school is just like really big on internships. Like everyone's like, I got an internship in Capitol Hill. Like it's, it's I think it's more of like a status thing, which it's, it's sad. Um, so I think there's just kind of like that rhetoric to like be pressured into getting an internship. But um, I don't, I would say like, don't feed into that because a lot of internships don't pay, which I would not recommend getting an unpaid internship. I mean, if you feel like you need that experience and if you feel like it's going to benefit your career, like, you know, go for it. But ultimately that is not something that I would advocate for because it's just morally it's wrong, but also just like no experience is worth my free labor. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think getting involved, uh, like you were saying, like student fairs and um, jobs and internships or um, club fairs are really good to sort of like get exposure. And mm -hmm. also just because um, different clubs have Instagrams or like have yeah. pages. So I would say go on, see um, who's involved, see what kind of work they do. And that could also be really helpful. For me, I told myself when I was an undergrad, I wanted a degree, a job and join an org. And I did all three. Um, I joined I joined one organization and that organization really blossomed into me developing like friendships that I still have to this day. And it really just helped me feel more comfortable within um, my, my experience at, U at USF. But when I got to FAMU, I didn't really have time to join um, any organization. And so, because I already had my friends. And as you get older, it's harder to make friends. It's fun, like, mm -hmm. not to get older. And so, um, yes, educate, like there, but don't join too many because at the end of the day, you're, yeah. your main goal for college is to get your education. And so, you just have to find the ones that not only that work for you and with you. So, right. Yeah. Definitely don't try to, because I know a lot of people like they think, like, okay, I have to have academic and I also have to have outside of academics as well to just have like, their resume and stuff. But like having like 10 organizations that you're in and then on top of that, like, four or five classes like you're not going to be able to prioritize that so definitely do whatever load that you can handle 
for me, I definitely, um, I didn't have much time to try to get into other extracurriculars last year. And so I kind of regret that because, um, you know, I definitely wanted to just figure out different things and meet different people that way. But um, looking to the future, I definitely want to just get into, you know, some more, some more things that will both, you know, entertain me and connect me with different people um, that I can form, like, you know, the relationships with. Um, there's definitely a lot of different, um, well, there's a, there's this, um, cultural house, it's called African American Cultural House, uh, Yo has, that has a lot of different clubs and things like that. So I definitely want to get in more involved in that and just, you know, open up to see what my other passions are. And in high school, I definitely did a, a crazy amount of extracurriculars in terms of, you know, with my church and just trying to I, I started a club senior year which was you know it was interesting it was it didn't work out great which it was it, uh, it, it was it was an interesting experience but um I definitely want to get into some more extracurriculars and I would even be open to some you know different organizations just to get myself out there. Right. Yeah. And like Dominique said um or not Dominique but what Ariel said um about looking at social media pages and their websites and stuff for different clubs and stuff just to see like what they actually do like what they say is on their mission statement if it actually um matches with what they said that they do and then also um being a minority like making sure to kind of see if they if they do have a black student union or different um, minority clubs that you can be in. I know that the University of Florida had a program called PAP, and um, that's like a three-day program before um, actually starting classes. And that was, um, you, you were able to see like a bunch of black professors and just like other black incoming freshmen too, and upper um, black students too. So just seeing if you guys have things like that is very helpful, just so you can have like people that look like you still in your circle. And also that is what got me my internship is going to that program because I met somebody and she was like, yeah, I think I have something for you. So I was like, oh, okay. And I was so glad because I was very close to not about to go because the introvert in me did not want me to go. <laughs> but I still went um, and I was really glad. She's a really good mentor now to have, so. And also um, I would say try to be a good member in your organization like don't just like join it and then just kind of not be involved because that doesn't really look good on you <laughs> we used to get my organization we used to call them t-shirt wearers like you just join the org to put on your resume yeah yeah you don't like those i mean like, like if you join one organization and you work in that organization like, right. and it, like it, it proves that my organization was big and so then i was like i don't have any other time to do another one so i started working in that one so then I was a special events coordinator. And so I had that big role. And then I was already, already an avid member within the organization. So I can say, if you allow it to work, if you work in an organization, it will work for you. So. Right, yeah. And um, also just staying committed can make you do more than what you even wanted to do. Because for the organization that I joined, um, it's like a ladies empowerment, like a women empowerment and like mentorship thing. and like. Because I joined it, like they were like, oh, well, if you did so great this semester, do you want to be an executive board member? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So, like, you never know, like, where it can take you. And, like, that will look really good on your resume, but make sure, like, it's something you're actually passionate about. 
and um, yeah, just put in your best effort and don't neglect your studies. Also, make sure you prioritize like internship, organization, and your studies. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so now we're gonna move into outside of academics and extracurriculars. Um, <laughs> I guess we could start with like roommates. Did you guys have as an experience with like trying to? Did you guys pick randoms or how did that work for you guys? Um, mine was my roommate was picked for me. Like it just it was random. Um, my actually like. The way y'all does it, your whole college assignment and, uh, well, like your whole dorm assignment and roommate assignment and everything is just picked for you. And so it was definitely, um, it was interesting because like when I got there, I didn't know what to expect. And my roommate was definitely, he's from, he was from, Ar he's white, he's from Arkansas. And uh, it was just, it was different, you know, it was, I never, I never had a, um, I've never had, I mean, other than like my brother, I've never had like lived with someone else uh, for that long period of time. And right. it was just so different, you know, just kind of having that, at first it was, you know, a, kind of a forced friendship because we lived together, but you know, just kind of building that connection. It was interesting just, you know, having that friend uh, to talk to. And I think we had a pretty good relationship. And so that was, it was a cool, it was a cool time for me. I definitely would have rather had a single, but uh, you know, it, it was it was interesting. It was fun. Right. Um, for me, my first my, my freshman year, I lived on campus, and so my roommate I had there was great. He was amazing. Um, we still talk to this day. And then after that, I've had the same from my sophomore until my senior year. I had the same roommate. So like I say now, like they're my closest friends. But um. I never, I never had those horrid, those horrid roommate stories I used to hear from my other friends on when we were on campus. I was like, I never experienced that because my roommates were my family, like my friends, my roommates, and, and now my family. And so um, I was good with their parents and things like that. And it wasn't we had three milks in the fridge or we had this because this is your container, this is your container, this is your, this is your drawer, this is your shelf. Like I never had to experience that. But then too, like that having roommates helps your college process go easier because there's nothing that you hate more than after you've been on, on campus all day coming home to a place that you don't like call home a place that you don't feel comfortable in and mm -hmm. if i'm paying my rent money just somewhere that i want to feel i want to feel comfortable in the living room i want to feel comfortable walking down the hall in my room and so in like not everyone is afforded opportunity and mm -hmm. but i was just grateful enough that i was able to live with my friends and we were able to have this experience together but there's nothing more that like than coming home and you don't feel comfortable in your home like the one place that you're supposed to be relaxed and that's your sanctuary and you don't feel comfortable that's the worst feeling in the world and like mm -hmm. my mom goes out to all those college kids that's, that's to experience that because like I say like like you think you you like you like if you if you're raised in a good home you expect everyone else to have that same training as you do but when, when you're moved in with random and you see that they don't have that same training, it makes your living experience even that much harder. And you're like, okay, so you don't, this is the simple thing that you think that everyone should know and they don't know it. And so now it's just like, I have to deal with this now after I just got done dealing with a whole day of school. So. Right. Yeah, I definitely um, can agree to that. Um, I had randoms too. And um, I tried my best to find like, because uh, I, 
apartment. It's a four by four, so I have to get three random roommates, and I do my best to like find somebody on the like, room scene, like all these different things. And I couldn't find anybody, or the people that I did find, like they weren't trying to stay in the same apartment as me because it was like the pricing of it. Um, was too high and so I definitely learned like you said Dominique like people are not raised um, and it definitely is a culture shock because you're like oh okay so you're just gonna do that all right um, and then I also um, I have like a roommate who um, she used to kind of like have people over a lot and so I wasn't used to that either because I mean when you transition from living at home and it's just like you and your family and you're used to going into your own space and just having that quiet time versus living with other people and having like that one person that is bringing like five to six friends and like, you just came back from a long day of classes and it's like a Tuesday night they have the speaker going it's like all right <laughs> so definitely um random Random isn't always a bad thing because I definitely made like really close connections with two of my roommates. But um, if you can possibly find somebody on like room sync or something like that um, and try to like, talk to somebody and get to know them first, that would probably be good too. Just so you kind of have an idea of who you're um, getting into a room with. Um, but also, I would say it's very, very crucial at the beginning, like the first day, like move-in day or like the second day to have a roommate meeting. Um, so you guys can kind of establish like ground rules, like, okay, this is, um, like just even the simple stuff, like I don't want you to touch my stuff. Cause some people like literally not understand that. Like maybe yeah. oh, that's okay. Uh, so yeah, definitely it's very crucial to have a roommate meeting about ground rule, um, yeah. Just... And then how did you guys deal with, I guess, being away from home? What is your advice for that? <laughs> it's rough. Like, if, if, if you are, it's like, cause my family, we're close. Like, my family's really close. And even now, like, like, I was just two hours away from home, but I was still like, like, wow, I miss my family. Because it's just some things that, you just be like your family. I'll never forget my freshman year. I got like, I got so sick. I got like, god awful sick. And I was six hours away from home. I couldn't, my mom couldn't take, could, couldn't reach me. I was in the bed in my dorm. Like, I need my mom. And it's just like, you learn how to grow up because it's just like, yes, they're a call away, but it's, it's still like, like you can do whatever you have to do to make it home, but it's still not home. And mm -hmm. like I said, like if, you, if you have a, if you're a close knit family, like my family, we do everything. Like we spend holidays together. We 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 come together on a random Sundays just to hang out and chill. And like you miss those things, and like and like they'll Facetime me in. And I'm just like, oh, this is like I want to be there. And then like you get you get all upset, so you hang up early. You're tired. It's just, but that's just a part of growing up, especially in the field that I'm in. It's just like I I had to function my mind to saying that I won't be able to be around my family as much as I want to anymore. And so it's just something you have to deal with. Like it, it takes a while to deal with it, but being away from your family, especially now that if you're not, if that family dynamic isn't as strong, then it might be a little easier for you. 
but mm-hmm. the dynamic is strong and like you're used to like always celebrating with your family you used to always be around your family oh yeah it, it's definitely it's definitely difficult and then and so then when I when, so when they so when you do come together it's like oh my gosh we're together but we have to leave like especially like coming home mm-hmm. to like Christmas breaks and like Thanksgiving breaks it was like you're so happy to come home but then it was like wow now I have to leave you again Right. Yeah. That's why it's also, I would say it's really important to at least try to have a decent relationship with your roommates. I mean, they're not like your family, but at least just like having those decent relationships. So you have like somebody to come home to, you know, talk to about your day. Just how are you? Just a simple checking in on your roommates because you never know what somebody is going through. So just a simple smile and like, hey, how are you? Are you good? Um, those type of things are good. Like Dominique said, definitely at least staying in contact with your family, FaceTime or text or anything like that. I definitely tried to uh, call my family, you know. I, I definitely, I, I was busy a lot and it, it slipped my mind sometimes, but I tried to call them, <laughs> you know, at least every couple of days. You know, I would call them once a week if nothing else. I wasn't very homesick and I was kind of surprised. Um, I definitely was just ready for a change, just to experience something different and kind of be out there on my own. And so I don't think I was homesick. And I was like, I mean, I always know that I'm, I'm gonna be home by Christmas. So, you know, I wasn't too, uh, I wasn't too stressed or anything, but I definitely, I definitely did miss certain things. You know, I enjoyed the freedom and enjoy, you know, being my own boss and like, you know, telling myself what to do. Yeah. But, yeah I definitely enjoyed the company. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, I, I definitely missed their company a lot when I was at school. And uh, that was probably the, you know, I never felt like really homesick, but I will say I definitely missed their company at times. Yeah, I I definitely think the freedom in college it can be like a gift and a curse because sometimes you're like you're too free and then like sometimes <laughs> yeah so it can definitely be careful with the freedom that you have um, and then also do you guys have advice on like just social life because I know for me like my experience. I thought that it was gonna be like it was in like the movies and the shows. Like you just go and you meet people, you find your like forever best friends, your maid of honors, like all of that. So it was, it like hit me really hard. I think that's why I started feeling a little homesick because I was like, wow, I really don't have anybody. I went in, like I had met people through social media, not like group chats. I was like, oh, I'm bonding so many people. It's gonna be great. And then I got here and I was like, oh, we don't get along as much in person, okay. Um, and it really like hurt and I was really sad and I was really down for like that whole first semester and then definitely found like my niche of people. And I think I was so focused on um, just everybody being like, you have to find like, you know, some black friends and stuff. But then I was like, okay, I realized like, okay, like I can make some black friends, but I also get along with people that are not black as well. So definitely being, open-minded to the type of people you bring into your circle but also be aware of who you bring in and also just knowing that like you might not make friends right away but they are coming eventually. do you guys have any advice on social life aspect of that yeah well, fun in college but understand you're down there for a reason that's a good ed- education then like for you, you're down there to play football. And so it's like, you, you gotta do, like you have your friends. And like my friend, like 
my my friends, we we both had we both understood that. Like, yeah, we're gonna have fun on the weekends. We're gonna turn up and we're gonna do what college kids do because that's part of college life. But we have to understand, like <laughs> Monday through Friday, <laughs> because all my like I was out of all the majors. My major wasn't as rigorous as my friends' major because I was the friends with the health majors and with the psychology. They was always studying for tests and doing this. So when we were in the library, I was just watching Netflix while they were actually doing <laughs> books and stuff because all my work was done because I had to do papers and reports. I had to do stuff that was current because like, all my stuff is current because that's what journalism is. Mm-hmm. So it that, like I got trying to said, like. You're not, you're not going to make friends right in college. Like, I'm telling you right now because you're going to start seeing different dynamics. You're going to start seeing, like, and as you grow older in college years, you're going to change. Like, I remember I came to my freshman year, I was in a group chat with, it was like 10 of us. We, we all, we all, out. we always went down to the cast together. It was always, oh, we got this on table. And then one night, it just, integrated and then that 10 doing up down to the to my four that I have now and so like you really see who's with you like who really gonna be shooting with you in the gym like <laughs> you know, and so like I like like I, like I said at the beginning it's quantity over quality I mean it's quality over quantity like I'd rather have one good friend than 15 friends that like yeah you yeah you can be a socialite and you know everybody and you can hate everybody, but you always have that that squad that you'll be able to go back to and share anything about. So that that's really especially like this, this is really important, especially with friends in general. So and definitely be prepared to deal with clicky people. I've definitely um, dealt with that a lot as well. And prepared that there's going to still be people as like surprising as it is because we're all like of adult age now but there will still be people that are like oh look you can't it's like this is my group and you can't be a part so you know you just have to take it with a grain of salt (laughs) i definitely think it's important to go experience stuff though you know like in terms of social life i definitely um went to a party some of them they were kind of whack and i was like okay i'm not you know i'm not with (laughs) this You know, some I definitely enjoy it. And, um, you know, definitely make sure you don't overdo it, but, you know, definitely do it enough too. You know, make sure you, you know, get out there, experience stuff, you know, put yourself out there sometimes. Um, don't cut too loose, but you know, because some people, some people cut too loose, but you know, don't cut too loose, but, um, you know, I think, I think finding that balance. And then also, you know, uh, like Dominique was saying with your friend group, you know, don't be afraid to stay in with your friends and, instead of going to parties or even after the parties, you know, strengthen those relationships by, you know, making those memories and uh, just hanging out with y'all. You know, I, I, we've had, you know, one of the things that I missed um, from my friends at high school, we always used to play spades and stuff, you know, play cards and all that kind of stuff, you know, just have fun. And uh, that's even something like my family did. And so when I got to college, you know, I kind of set up this thing. I was like, okay, what if we, you know, some weekends we have a little space competition. We have some, you know, cards games, something like that. And so we would just have little card games, have a little game night, stuff like that. And it really helped to bring us closer because we're all in there chilling. It doesn't have to be a party. You don't have to be doing too much. We can just be chilling, talking, you know, at a little competition. And it's fun. And you can strengthen those relationships uh, without doing too much. And so even if you're not a party person, 
that doesn't necessarily mean you don't have to be, you don't have to enjoy your uh, college experience. Cause I definitely, um, I've become more of an extrovert at college, but I have definitely been uh, an introvert in terms of stuff that I like to do. I like to be at the house, you know, that's me. I like to be in my, you know, I like to be by myself sometimes, but um, just kind of creating those more comfortable uh, social settings has really encouraged me to put myself out there more and uh, build more relationships with my friends. Yeah, definitely like being in the house is where I like yeah like because like you go out because you, you go out because that's what you do in college but like I've learned that like kickbacks and like kiddies are like my favorite favorite type of turn up because you just chill like you don't have to dress up you don't got to put on your best fit like you really yeah. have people that like you already know so like you can like authentically be yourself around people exactly. like you know like your guard doesn't have to be up as strong great your guard is to be up whatever you are but it's just you can just relax more you can hang you can chill so i like i like like i say i like being in the house so bring the fun to the house you don't gotta go nowhere right yeah me and my roommates we had started doing like potlucks like you know, every now and then um just like everybody brings like a dish and then we all just like eat and enjoy each other's company and playing games and um just things like that i thought were really fun but Jalen, you mentioned parties, and I actually wanted to just give some quick advice on parties. I just feel like college <laughs> and the parties are very like intense. And so I definitely feel like, and I always, I've said this like on a couple of my other episodes too, it's just definitely like, if you're going out, share your location with somebody or let somebody know where you are going. Um, do not Uber by yourself. Like if you're a man or a woman, do not Uber by yourself. That's like, no. Uh, and then also one thing that I like noticed that like some people don't do, and once again, like that's the whole when you're raised differently is um, if you're dropping someone off or something at their like apartment and like they just drive off before you get inside. I definitely think like just if you are the person dropping somebody off, like make sure that you kind of wait to see um them go inside and stuff uh, and if you have a designated driver somebody at a party with you make sure that they can still be your designated driver by the end of the night yeah definitely make just definitely make sure you have responsible make sure you pick your friends wisely make sure your friends will have your back in those situations and even you know like even if they're not you know because like we say, you know, you'll have different friends, you know, you'll, your circle will grow and shrink. But, you know, when you're in these situations, make sure that you can trust the person that you're with. Because, you know, things are really happening to people out here. You need to make sure that you can get back safely. And, uh, you know, also part of that also, you know, has to be on you, too. You have to make sure that you're, you know, aware of your surroundings. Because, um, I mean, you, you go to some of these parties and you're drinking out of other people's cups and, you know, you, you're not paying attention. And all of a sudden, you know, you get caught up. So definitely just, you know, make sure we're paying attention of our surroundings. And, um, you know, as a guy, you know, I don't, I definitely don't worry about some of the same stuff that uh, women worry about, but I definitely try to look out for my friends who are uh, women because, you know, it's just, I feel like it's the right thing to do. You know, like don't let your, you know, don't let your friends walk home alone if they're not, you know, in the condition to walk home alone. Or, e or even if it's like a long ways, you know, like try to make sure they're safe getting home. But just be a good friend. Right. And I was also going to say, like, about the looking out for your friends, make sure that you 
leave with the same people that you came with. Like that is so important. And I like experienced that right away. Um, like I went to a house party and then the police came and the only like two out of the three people I came with stayed with me. Like the other person, they just like left. And I looked on Snapchat and they were like already out at like another party. And I was like, so are you not check on me? Like, so yeah, definitely be aware of that. Cause like, Dominique said, like everybody that's around you is for you. And I realized that in that moment. And yeah, it's very important to make sure that you leave with the people that you came with because a lot can happen. <laughs> and then also, I was just going to say, just enjoy like homecoming, go to football games, basketball games, just like enjoy just the social life outside of academics. Sometimes academics can be very overwhelming and just also take the time to explore the actual city that you live in like outside of just campus life too. That's very important to know like to enjoy the city that you're from and like just to like take a break you, you need a breather from when you're in school like so like go to those basketball games and enjoy because that's how I, that's how I fell in love with USF honestly was because of Tampa because of all the things that you can do like as you get older there's more stuff for you to experience and I feel as though that's another way for your friendship to go stronger because you, there's more stuff to do outside of parties there's more stuff to do outside of just the football games and basketball games and plus that just and once you like go to athletics like that makes you appreciate your school just that much more because that just helps like helps your helps your pride and if, you, and if your school's a winning school that's bragging rights, and so right. yeah. yeah. So your school's like, like so. My freshman and sophomore year, my football team was like trash, like. <laughs> and so junior, junior and senior year, that's when they even start getting good, going to bowl games, winning things. And so I was like, like, <laughs> and then this past year, FAMU, they were undefeated. So I was like, go Rattlers, and so it was it's. It's, it's fun like the social there's so many things that just add to your social life of you going to college and things that you never expected so I was like never be like be 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 careful but don't be so quick to say no when people ask you to do things so right yeah and also like you were saying earlier like definitely listen to your conscience like if something is telling you do not go to that party like listen uh because yeah there's a reason why <laughs> definitely don't and then also in the midst of enjoying yourself do not like splurge like all your money because it, <laughs> it, it, it definitely adds up uh, like you think of the book that's it but it, it's gonna add up and you're gonna make a statement and be like oh okay okay yeah but yeah college is definitely all about learning but never lose sight of like that aspect but also just enjoy yourself and be safe and make good memories with people and then now we're going to move into the relationship segment, which not only like just date-wise, but like friendship-wise as well, even though we kind of already touched on like um, friendship-wise a little bit, but just like my biggest piece of advice for um, the relationship segment is that everyone that you talk to or date, they will not be the one for you and that is okay. And the same thing goes with friendships. Like, I went into college with super high expectations for friends. Um, I was, like I said, in a couple of group chats and I gave um, really close connections with them. And then it wasn't the same bond in person, um, but I eventually did find a friend group. And then as far as like dating, I had one very short lived relationship in college, uh, but then it just ended due to coronavirus and like 
just immaturity and stuff. Um, and I kind of touched on that on my topic, uh, on my toxic relationship episode. Um, but yeah, just definitely know that um, a lot of people are in college to just enjoy themselves. So don't stress as much on like relationships. Uh, I agree. Um, if you go out with two friends in your whole four years, you've done a great job. If you've gone out with one friend or if you had no relationships in your college career, you've done a great job because like I say, you're going to school for an education. Everything else that happens is just extra. It's just extra good work. So if you're, if you go down to college and you end up in a relationship, that's extra, extra work. That's, that's another added bonus to your degree. And so I was never that person to be feeding for relationships, feeding for love in college. If it happened, it happened. If it didn't, so what? And so of course I was, I wanted friendships because your college friends are sometimes your lifelong friends. And, mm -hmm. um, so in the term of relationships, if for friendships, yeah, they but like in like love relationships, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you still have a life to live. And I guarantee you, Mr. Right or Mrs. Right is in the belly. Right. I definitely think that um in terms of relationships, you definitely shouldn't have your expectations too high because you know, that's just not I mean, this it's not always gonna be realistic. Um and going into these relationships, you should definitely just know what you're looking for for this relationship, know what your expectations are, and don't be afraid to communicate that with somebody else. Um, you know, because you, the last thing you want is to have that confusion and drama uh, that's, you know, that's, that's added to the stress that you already have from school. So uh, for me, I definitely wouldn't stress too much about relationships. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I had any, like, official relationships this year. And so... Uh, for me, I definitely think that, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not stressing about it because at this point, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking to get married right now either way. So, you know, it's just, I mean, <laughs> I feel like as long as we're, we just gotta be on the same page here. And uh, if you're not on the same page, then it's not worth it, so. Yeah, don't waste your time. Like, don't try to force anything. Um, and so um, now we're going to move into the segment where we just kind of briefly just discuss advice and our experience with being in college during the coronavirus and also during the racial climate that's currently happening because I know that that's probably going to apply to a lot of incoming freshmen that are listening because you guys are going to have a whole different experience than I guess our first years with the coronavirus. For me, my experience with when the coronavirus happened, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it got. Um, and then also like our campus just kind of shut down in the blink of an eye. Um, at first they were like, come back on March 31st, like after spring break and all that. And you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden it just briefly like an email that okay, four people got it um, on US campus for shutting down completely. Like, oh, all right, life has shifted. Um, and then professors were all over the place. So deadlines weren't even certain anymore for assignments. I felt stressed. I felt emotionally stressed. Um, and classes, like they had a little bit less of a load because professors had to accommodate for us. But at the same time, it was still like you have to remember that you know, I'm still in school, even though they deadlines back. So definitely my advice is now that you do have to do online classes for the most part, is to prioritize 
this is definitely not the time to procrastinate because online classes is so easy to procrastinate because you feel like you have nothing to do because you don't have a physical class to be in, but you definitely still have things to do. Um, and then if you're ever just feeling overwhelmed, just limit social media intake. And I know also just being a Black student at this time, you're dealing with the coronavirus and just looking on the news and seeing all the racial stuff that's happening. You might have some professors that say some tone deaf things or things that lack empathy. Um, so you just have to be prepared for that, but take time to just limit your social media intake and do happy things, watch happy shows, still contact your friends and family, um, be mindful of deadlines and just keep communication with your professors and email them if you have any questions and virtual hours and stuff, virtual office hours and stuff. But it's definitely manageable. It's definitely doable. You just have to take care of your mental health and physical health even through all of this. Like definitely never lose sight of your mental health through all of this. Um, for me, uh, like you said, mental health is important, um, especially during this time. If you have to take a break, take a break. Uh, it's not it's not how fast you finish. Like, you don't have to finish the race in four years. Like, you don't have to finish just something you have to start. If you need to take a break and, like, legitly get you, wrap your mind around everything that's going on, do that. Because at the end of the day, your health, your mental health, your physical health, like, your health in general is just much more better than like a degree or whatever you might be going back to school for. So um, myself, it was like I, during when I was doing my math, I even had the idea of maybe pushing myself back to graduate, graduate in the fall because everything that was going on and all the opportunities that I was missing out on, I was like, well, let me just push myself back and I graduate and I'll just graduate in the fall instead of graduating this, this summer. But because I wanted to make sure that I myself was able to handle the load that was coming. Cause like Tatiana said, everything happened so quickly. Um, but going for like, for the students that's coming into the fall, like take your time. It, it, it's going to be different. Social distance, wash your hands. Be yeah. adult in this situation. Like, like y'all, like, like you're, you're adult age. So act like, act like an adult. They if, abide by the rules and like, if it's too much, take a step back. Like, don't let nobody press you to finish something that you mentally cannot handle. I know this this is a lot that's going on. Because some mm -hmm. people just call it as a safe haven. And some people just can't can't go back to that safe haven anymore. So mm -hmm. just, like I said, be careful. You are your you are your main priority. Like, school can right. wait. You can always go back to school. There's no age limit on school. So right. if you are in school, keep, keep going strong. Understand the goal at hand. And do what you gotta do to get that degree. Right. Definitely, just uh, you know, it's kind of it's been kind of interesting for me uh, and Tatiana as well. Um, you know, I know my school. I was on spring break, left all my stuff at school basically, and then they were like, "Okay, yeah, y'all can't come back." And I was kind of like, "Wait," because we like you know, it's like a two and a half hour plane ride just to get to you know like, and then you gotta it's it's. So I couldn't go back and get my stuff. I still haven't got my stuff, honestly. I'm still waiting for you to mail it. Um, so it's been extremely stressful in that way. Uh, and then, you know, dealing with these online summer classes and online finishing the rest of the semester, it's been hard. But, um, you know, I think the best advice I can give for that is just to, you know, try to, you know, limit, try to limit your time, you know, on social media because it can definitely be such a distraction. Try to, you know, 
try not to stress too much over, you know, certain classes because at this point, um, you know, and on, on top of that, try not to overbook yourself um, because, you know, you're already going to be, you know, online looking at, you know, a screen all day. And if you know that's not what you're, you know, capable of, you know, that's not your thing, uh, you know, just try not to kill yourself over that. You know, try not to, you know, like way overload yourself because um, it can, it's just going to completely add to your stress. And, uh, you know, for me, it's just been, I've been doing these classes and it's, it's been hard. Uh, it's definitely an adjustment, but you can do it. You know, don't, uh, don't doubt yourself, but also just, you know, understand what you can and can't handle. And on top of that, uh, you know, just moving on to the, the racial climate of everything going on, you know, like one thing I will say that's going to be very different from a PWI and, uh, and an HBCU is their chances of getting one of those racially toned deaf professors is going to be much higher. Um, you know, I, you, you're definitely going to have uh, at a PWI professors that are, you know, teaching certain subjects without the cultural and perspective the cultural perspective that they need to teach them and you're going to run into some problems with that most likely but um you know don't be afraid to you know it, it now you know, i will say it's going to be kind of hard sometimes but don't be afraid to speak out in those situations or try to go to a superior uh and you know air all those issues because um you know it's they're legitimate issues to have and uh you shouldn't have to be put yourself like this so, you know just try to um you know try to be aware of that and uh, don't let it deter you. you know don't let one professor's what they say um, hold you back and also uh, definitely try to protect your uh protect your peace protect your mental health in that aspect um don't feel like you have to be a representative for your race or you know for your for all the black people for anything like that because i mean at the end of the day you're you um you know because you know it can definitely feel like that kind of responsibility when you deal with racist professors or racist students you know not everybody deserves your time not everybody deserves an explanation and so don't feel like you have to tell anybody anything or that you owe anybody an explanation for anything like that um because at the end of the day you're you you know and if they choose to be ignorant and not find out about that themselves then that's their that's their problem you know and that's them showing that they don't care enough to find out on their own. and so uh Definitely just protect your peace and your mental health in that way. Don't feel like you have to advocate for every single person uh, when you're you. Remember yourself in this uh, person. Right. And then lastly, we're going to just talk about like two or three things that we feel like we were successful in and unsuccessful in in college that we wanted to share just so maybe you guys could learn from our experience. Um, so I would say um, one thing that I was successful in was maintaining communication with my professors, with my professors, which I feel like made a difference. Um, just having that open line of communication and just asking questions. At first, I felt scared because I didn't want them. I didn't know how they would come back at me. Like I don't understand how you don't understand the instructions. But they, for the most part, I've had a few that were not as understanding, but. Um, for the most part, I've had some really good professors, so definitely I was successful in that. And I was successful in maintaining a mentorship with my um, with the lady that I interned under and doing well in that and staying persistent because, like I said, it's so important if you do get the opportunity to have an internship or something, just staying persist persistent is really good. 
And I was also successful, I think, in stepping out of my comfort zone and becoming like an executive board member of my organization, like doing things that I never thought that I would even do. Um, and then two things that I felt like I was unsuccessful in was, I felt like I was unsuccessful in prioritizing. And I had good grades. I had good grades and I ended up being good at, you know, my classes. But I definitely sucked at prioritizing for quite a while and that would lead me and then that would lead me to be really stressed out. So definitely um, prioritize. And then I feel like I was also unsuccessful in putting myself out there more. I feel like I went to like certain things and like certain events or tried to be friends with certain people and it didn't work out. So I got to a place where I shut down, but definitely don't get to a place where you shut down. Do not be like me. Continue to put yourself out there until you find your group. Um, for me, I was very, I'm very unsuccessful as being a procrastinator. I, I said that before, my procrastination was horrible <laughs> in college. And it's still horrible now, but we're working on it. I'm, I'm getting working, okay. Um, I was very successful when it came to building my resume. Um, I believe, like, yeah, I still got my grades and I still need what I gotta do, but internships and outside outside classroom work were my best friends when I was in college. And I and I suggest that to anyone. Because at the end of the day, these jobs aren't looking at what did you make in this classroom. They're, they want to know that you can do what you say you can do on your resume. Whatever you've learned in class, they want to make sure you can do it. And so what better way it, than teaching you, than getting the outside work that you need? Because in the classroom, they're going to make you, they're going to make it seem harder than what it actually is. So when you get out there, you don't flop. And I was very successful with that. Um, so getting extracurricular and then my downfall is my procrastination, so. I think I was um, successful in, you know, making new connections, making new friends and uh, just basically planning on what I, you know, what I, what I want for the future, what I think is gonna be best, uh, the best journey for my academics. Uh, but my downfalls, I definitely had a lot of downfalls, you know, just in terms of procrastinating and, you know, just, uh, I feel like I didn't do as much as I could in terms of uh, finding different opportunities. And I definitely had, uh, I was tied up a lot of different time commitments, but, you know, just finding those different opportunities um, that I would like to take part in. And also, you know, just, uh, I want to be able to reach out to different professors more. Um, but, I mean, overall, I think it was a learning experience, so I don't try to beat myself up uh, over it too much. But I definitely feel like I've, I've learned um, what to do for the future, and I'm excited, you know, looking for it uh, to build new opportunities like that. All right, yeah, I agree with everything that you guys said. And then we're just gonna end with like a quick recap of just some do's and don'ts in college. I would definitely say just some do's, like definitely organize and go out and meet people, prioritize your physical and mental health, and use your resources. And then don't shut down and not be involved. Don't overschedule yourself. Um, try your best not to procrastinate. It's very hard sometimes, but definitely try, especially um, in this new coronavirus online classes that you have to do. And also like, don't spend all of your money at once. Try to budget. That's very important to learn. Just life is to budget.
but yeah, that's kind of my quick do's and don'ts. You said all my do's and don'ts, so anything <laughs> else. <laughs> Definitely just do put yourself out there. Do try to experience new things. Um, do try to make friends that are different than you and, uh, you know, engage in those conversations that are going to take you out of your comfort zone. Um, don't let those conversations stray you away from the things that you strongly believe and that, you know, kind of represent your core values. Uh, don't overbook yourself, obviously, like we were saying. And uh, don't be afraid to... You know, be, don't be afraid to be wrong, you know, and uh, learn from that experience. Don't be afraid to, you know, challenge yourself in an environment that people are going to express those different opinions um, that are going to make you question yours. But, you know, also, like I said, don't stray too far from, you know, your original core values that make you who you are and that you were raised on. Right. So now we're done with all of the advice and sharing all of our experiences. And so as usual, I wanted to end off with my inspirational segment. So the Motivation Monday quote of the week was, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Um, I feel like that is very important to me. Um, it's so easy in college to compare what someone else is doing to what you're doing. Um, especially being like a freshman, like I was looking at upperclassmen and I was like, wow, like they are really killing the game. I'm like not doing anything at all. Um, but they, you have to remember that like upperclassmen have had way more experience than you and everyone has their own path and their own pace. So you have to follow yours. Your time will eventually come. So don't compare your chapter one to anybody's chapter 20. You don't know like what they've gone through to get there. So that is my advice for that. Uh, for me, there's this thing that I've always dealt with. It's called like FOMO, the fear of missing out. And like, I've had to learn how to like condition my mind not to be that way. Because like I said in the beginning, when, when I first introduced myself, it was like, never compare yourself to somebody else. Like, yes, we both graduated at the same time. And yes, you might have this big executive job, but that was your time. That's your season. My season and my time will come whenever it's ready. Like my fruit will be ready to be harvested whenever it's ready to be harvested. And so like, if, you, if you're constantly comparing yourself to people, you don't have to, you don't have to, that means you're not working on yourself. And so at the end of the day, you're, you have this body. So therefore you have to deal with yourself. So you can't compare somebody else's victory to your victory because your victory might be smaller, but it's your victory. And so there's like, there's, I don't, I used to compare, I used to, like, I, like you said, I used to be like, wow, look at them. They're really doing what they want to do. But your chapter are your chapters for a reason because your story is written personally for you. So you can't compare, you can't compare, like you say, your first chapter to your last chapter because you needed what you learned back then helped you help to get you where you are right now. Right. I definitely, you know, believe in yourself and don't make anybody don't let anybody uh convince you that you don't belong or that you don't deserve what you're getting or that you don't um you know you don't belong where you are uh and just you know even though things are going to be things might come harder to you than other people you know just appreciate your talents and your gifts and appreciate the work that you've put in to get where you are and uh you know if you feel like you need to be doing more or you feel like you should be where somebody else is you know, it, you definitely, you know, maybe you should do some more work. You know, maybe you should work on yourself more. But at the end of the day, you know, don't try too hard to compare yourself. And, you know, like, 
don't try to feel or don't let anybody make you feel inadequate uh, in a situation. Um, so that concludes today's episode. And thank you so much, Dominique and Jalen, for all being a part of this college experience episode. And also um, thank you to Ariel who had to leave early. Um, and shout out to her podcast as well, which once again talks about Gen Z on Instagram at Get School Podcast. And that's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S at the top. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember to stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good. Fight.